0: Unlimited. Hello! Welcome to Archives Unlimited. Uh, My name is Ragoni, I use he-him pronouns. I'm Frog, I use he-they pronouns.
1: I'm Hazel, I use they-them pronouns.
0: And welcome to our final Fall Ball episode, the ninth one. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Nine out of ten. We're here. So Fall Ball is now complete.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: The uh, regular season is starting up in a couple of days when we're recording this. I don't know when it's going to be released. It might have started by then. We might be wrong about stuff, but we'll see. I don't think this is going to come out before Monday.
1: You might eat your words. I might just oh edit God. this <laughs> in a couple hours. Hazel.
0: The hubris is on the record. Let's see if it stands.
1: So um, before we discuss the fall ball, you know, the drop... Um, we had to take a little break from, like, December and, like, January just because we wanted to. Because, you know, end of yeah. the year stuff.
0: A lot of people on holidays, a lot of complicated times going around, plus the, the elephant in the room.
1: Yeah, let's talk There's about that.
0: it. <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> lore development has been removed from the main cord server.
1: Yep.
2: They made a big push to have more lore. On like on main court specifically a couple of months ago, didn't they?
0: Yeah, the public team threads were fantastic. I love those.
2: Like everybody had a little space where you could just kind of duck in and talk about stuff or ask a question and then duck back out without having to track down an individual team or I don't know, worry about how insular the group you were asking is. Like, um,
1: yeah, well, yeah it was a pretty convenient way to like get to know. You know, a team player's lore, as you know, it was happening. It was especially convenient for us, because that's where... Oh, yeah, yeah. you
0: just going go in the kind of for some quick research.
1: Just kind of
2: hop into each one for a little bit and harvest.
1: Oh, well, to be honest, I like the decision that, you know, lore is starting to become decentralized from main core itself. Well, now you can just join me in the uh, Wings forums <laughs> And just catch yeah. me there or whatever. I haven't made an account yet. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's it's weird because the toggles are very insular, and then we we did most yeah. of our lore in their side server, and then you know there was yeah. this like push of hey, we're we're finally gonna be doing our lore in main core, and then it didn't, and then it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then we got pushed I, back to our side core again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think- can see why they decided to do that. I don't like it, Mm -hmm. but I understand it. I can't really think of an alternative to the problems they talked about in the announcement post that doesn't have its own issues, but I'm just sad it's coming to this.
2: I think I can think of maybe a slightly better way they could have handled it, but I understand why they did what they did and respect that this was the decision they
1: made. i mean, the, I love, decentralized lore party. I don't know. I think it's just because... So in Warrior Cats... (laughs) (laughs) So in Warrior Cats, you know, the fandom's been here for a long time. Pretty much all the characters are kind of divorced from the source material, whatever the fans have made. And for a long time, a lot of the lore has just been, you know, on other forums and stuff. So, I don't know, I'm just a big proponent of, like, decentralized lore and stuff. Maybe it's because it's the art student in me, or like how used to I am as a fandom background person. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm in favor of the decentraliz- decentralized lore. Hi, this is Hazel from a couple hours after the recording. I have an answer to why they decentralized lore. I don't want to start this course in the podcast channel, so I'll keep this brief. So for the past year, people have been making racist lore and wasn't around. it wasn't until around... Late 2021, that people started to call it out more in main court. And you know, instead of listening to criticism, a lot of fans doubled down on the racist lore, and that caused a lot of tension. Keepers would shut down the discussion, but it never got solved, and then people would keep making racist lore. Because lore threads were public, and anyone can see them, it really exposed a lot of teams that did this. So it got to a point where the keepers were like, yeah, okay, we're closing lore creation pretty much. That's the abridged version of what happened. Okay, back to the show.
2: I'll mention for the record, just in case we have anyone who doesn't main court, you can't talk about lore anymore. It's against the rules.
0: It's not you can't talk about it, you can't make new lore. It, it, the line between making new lore and talking about lore is pretty fuzzy.
2: Yeah. We have members of the archives who have stronger feelings and more thoughts on this specifically.
1: You can just say Crow.
2: Yeah. I I was going to say I was Falled I've been out. talking to Crow a bunch. They mentioned there will be some favoritism with the enforcement of this new rule and I think I agree to an extent. I don't know. It's not it's it's not like I don't know cussing or being a dick where you can kind of spot that immediately and tell someone, "Hey, quit it." Like it's going to require a lot more nuance to judge and sucks, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, because of all that, uh, we have a bit less material to work with for these batches of players. Yeah. Uh, most of the lore channels, they were the only way they opened for a few hours before it froze for the holidays and then were removed afterward. It mm-hmm. uh, was dedicated to panicking and talking about where they're going to do lore in the future. So, yeah. Got a bit to work with, but we're mostly going to be working off old wiki info. And what we know personally.
2: It should be said also we have two weeks of guys instead of one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're yeah. gonna
2: be speedrunning. We're running gonna this. be
1: we're gonna have to um pick and choose what we can. If
2: we skip your blorbo, we apologize. There's always more episodes. Nothing stopping us from coming back in February and talking about some guys. Would you like to start us off, Hazel?
1: Yeah. Fall Ball 9. So this week, the divisions dropped, and yes. we got Awful oh, Good, weird. Chaotic Good, Awful Evil, and Chaotic Evil.
0: No more Lawful. Now it's just awful. <laughs> yeah? Just terrible. All right.
1: So in order of the drop, we got Haver Lotus, who was a pie Shadow, who got taken by the talkers Gotchapon, who then went to the Boston Flowers. Then we got Sagaba, who was a sh- Mid-Shadow, went to the Talkers. Eugenia Garbage went, was from the Talkers to the Thieves to the Talkers again, and then to the Moab Hellmouth. They've been doing some real good work with Eugenia in the Solarium. Abner Wood, Lovers' Steaks, Yusuf Enestrat, Lift to the Crabs, Washer barras, Magic the Thieves, Peanut Yell Duffel, Peanut Yell oh. Duffy, Tigers, <laughs> Firefighters, and went to the Mills. Tiana Takashi was the pies, and they went, th- they went to the lift. Uh, Eddie Tumblehome, garages to the Tigers. Reese Harrington, stakes garages, and then fell to the mints. Mont Peterson, firefighters, wings, mills, went to the tacos, which is the drop he got. Iki Jr., Jr., flowers, uh, <laughs> went to the lovers. Justin Alsot, who was our taco shadow, and they went to the George's. Conditional Unisky, Thieves Spies, Beans McBlaze, Talker Spies Wings, then went to the dolly. McBlaze, two, e- Evelton McBlaze.
0: Two, specific. Evelton Mcplace two, not Evelton McBlaze.
1: Evelton McBlaze, two.
0: There's Houston two
1: Spies, Hawaii Fridays, Baltimore Crabs, Core Mechanics, Chicago Firefighters, Yellowstone Magic, Tokyo Lift, Mex- Mexico City Wild Wings, New York Millennials, and they dropped to the Jazz Hands. One of them, Romer. Stu Thieves to the Magic. Ovid Schofield, Mex the Worms. Sex the hey, that's our, that's our <laughs> guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, went that's to our the haunt. Magic. Yep, they went to the Magic briefly, and now they're in the Fridays. Hendrix Richardson, Breckenridge Jazz Hands, Hellmouth Sunbeams, LA Unlimited Tacos, The Garages. Comfortsome Some Temperish, Breckenridge Jazz Hands, Hellmouth Sunbeams, and Houston Spies. Went to the max. Vernon Searspinski, flowers to the wings.
2: And for Fall Ball Week 10, we have Jaina Beats, who went from the lift to the mills. Jenkins Ingram, just says flowers here. So I I think that's a flowers to flowers. Norman Muggins, who was a worm, fell to the Georges. Larkin Smott, an ex-crab, now on the mints. Sarah Moss, famous tacos shadow. (laughs) Is on the garages. Winnie Hess has been on the crabs, mints, and has fallen to the worms. Wanda Shen started on the worms. Went to the fighters. Was a taco at the end of expansion. Fell to the lovers. Kaj Svater Jr. Beams to thieves. Stephanie Schmidt started on the flowers. Went to, I presume, our shadows for Gashapon and is now on the Fridays. Stephanie Donaldson, Was a Friday, now on the Jazz Hands. Oh, <sighs> done that figure up. There we go. Started on the Tigers, went to the Firefighters, back to the Tigers. Gained soup roaming, went to the Mechanics, the Sunbeams, the Spies, the breath mints, back to the Mechanics. The Talkers, the Lift, and is now on the Dolly. Scratch the started on the Worms, now on the Spies. Anastasia is a Robot. Started on the Firefighters, now on the Wings. Adrian Mellon, X-Pi, now on the Tigers. Parker McMillan. The one and only. That's blatantly untrue. The zeroth Parker McMillan. Here we go, baby. Started on the Alaska Immortals, went to the Canada Artists, then the Oregon Physics, Minneapolis Truckers. Psychics. 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 I'm blind. (laughs) To the Cola Boar, the La Paz Llamas then the Vault Legends, and from there to the Fridays, the Pies, the Garages, the Shoe Thieves, Prehistory Baltimore Crabs, then the Tigers, and is now on the Regular Crabs. Rosales, Darkness, a Wyoming Dolphin from Prehistory 1, who went to the Rising Stars, then the Worms, and is now on the Firefighters. Agan Espinoza, an original Canada artist from prehistory one as well, who also went to the Rising Stars, then the New York Millennials, and is now on the stakes. Donia Bailey, who has been on the Spies, the Beams, and is now on the Tacos. George Owens a thief who is now on the beams, Paula Reddick, a beam who is now on the talkers, Chambers Kennedy, a flower now on the mechs, Tucker Thane, a firefighter who is now on the talkers, Vernon Shotwell, a thief now on the magic, and Tad Blortles, a flower who
0: is now on the lift. Whew. All right, got all that memorized, listener? Because we're not going to say it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Say all that
0: five times
2: fast. Do we have somewhere we want to start? I, about- I just miss that Comfort Septemberish fell at all. Not that I was paying <laughs> attention.
1: Right. Yeah, let's go in Comfort then.
2: Are they most iconic for their time on the Spies? Like, are they I most believe- known as a spy? Yeah. yeah. Or is
0: it- I'm only just now realizing that I had them mixed up with Stu Trollolol. Huh. Oops. <laughs> I went to the wiki to try and find Comfort
2: September-ish is famously, question mark, one of the, <laughs> one of the holographic cards from a particular run of Tlops. Mm-hmm. And that card. I'm not a Comfort Septemberish fan particularly, but that card fucks.
0: <laughs> I'd say Comfort probably is best known as a spy. They were on that team for the longest. Yeah,
2: they're one of those one one of those fellas general gender neutral who has someone who's really into them and has dedicated a lot of time to them and their wiki page. Like, there's, uh, there's they a- do have
0: a black ball.
2: Oh, that's true.
0: Uh, the six blood black and ball hitting the first recorded natural cycle. Do we know we what? Can we get natural... those back? You think?
1: If yeah. Gone, did we ever find mad. out what those things do?
2: Not yet. I think we're missing something. Just probably.
0: One. Sorry. I think, um... if, I think if we'd ever gotten like the single player grand slam, that would have been the last black and ball. But no, Kelvin Drumsle had hit a triple instead. We're so close, man! Come on.
1: Yeah, we were so close.
2: I was trying to see if they had a link to Wikipedia for that on the page, but I noticed their uh, history is pretty short. Little is known to Septemberish's life prior to the first pitch and the advent of baseball, least of all by Septemberish themselves. Septemberish, when asked about gender, just said, This is in all caps. The snack that smiles back. Do <laughs> you want
1: to mention their pronouns?
2: <laughs> they are fine with people using they them pronouns. Let me go up to... that. Their, pro- their <laughs> pronouns are the snack that smiles back, but you can use they, them, that's fine. I
0: think every time I've seen Comfort represented in a fic or a Twitter or something, they have always been speaking in all caps.
1: Like CarCat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Exactly
0: like CarCat. Their pregame ritual is
2: fixating on their impending death. I wanted to see if it was anything funny, and it's that. So very funny. Yeah. Comfort September-ish is... A hell of a lot of player. And I think if we go on much more, we won't have time for anyone else.
1: <laughs> all right. I guess that segues to another player. I want to say for the record, by the way, I was right that Winnie Hess would drop. I said hell it yeah. in, what is it, like the first episode? I said, oh my God, what if Winnie Hess drops and all their stats just get squished and, like and you know what we're recording this about the day before games begin so we'll know by then but I have a feeling that their stats are squished like they have to reset and make everyone up Sort of even. I think they said they're changing stats, but whether or
2: not everyone's getting like a full reroll is yet to be confirmed.
0: I'm not sure how they change stats without doing a full reroll.
2: I, I know they're changing uh, what words they use for the forbidden knowledge stats, like um, no more Shakespeareanism.
0: Which is a shame.
2: That was the best stat. Yeah, that one rules.
1: I'm gonna make this quick, just for the uh, just for the listeners. So Winnie Hess is called the Blood Horse because on the mints they um. Uh, <laughs> They they have the siphon mod, and for some god reason, it it likes to drink blood. Yeah, Winnie has she she likes to drink blood a lot, and she likes to party a lot. She she's the so that's how she got those insane you know those stars.
0: World's largest horse. Yep. What'd she have, like, 40-something total stars by the end of, of beta? Yeah, that, that was more
1: nice. than the Discipline-era Tacos stars.
2: Combined? The entire team.
1: Yep. Who <laughs> will
2: win, the LA Unlimited Tacos or Winnie Hess? Winnie Hess, definitively.
1: All right, apologies for my dog barking, but I'm going to say this real quick. I was super pissed off when they when they credited Winnie Hess for winning the men's championship instead of Michelle uh, Sportsman in that one blazed Ball blurb. <laughs> all right how about we move on to some of our former tacos um fall ball nine sexton weir
2: the other biggest horse (laughs) one of two horses in the league
1: yep so who is sexton weir
2: he is probably six anxiety disorders rolled up into the shape of a horse centaur horse
0: sexton weir is the player who has played the most baseball
2: he's sure played a lot of fucking baseball.
1: He's our depressed horse and he's dating McDowell Mason who's also in who's also in the league. He fell the fall ball.
0: Now McDowell's on a team with a different horse. I wonder if there's going to be some conflict there. <laughs> Sexton was the only player to escape the sacrifice uh without being sent to the pods. Uh, was our only pitcher for all of season 9 and season 10, and then one of two for the next couple seasons with Peanut Bong. A workhorse, both figuratively and literally, and I love him.
1: If you haven't seen any of Burb's comics about Sexton's journey, well, you're you're missing out. I will link that in the description.
2: Hell yeah. Incredible sad horse comics. Sad horse comics, trademark. Like, dark horse, but... (laughs) (laughs) The joke here for anyone who isn't familiar is Dark Horse Comics is a publishing company.
0: Yeah, I think the Friday's vibes are going to be good for him. He needs to learn to relax. He's taken on so much for so long. Needs to be on a
2: team with a normal amount of players on it. It's and one like, without
0: scuttles around.
2: There's not a whole lot to say about Saxton that we haven't already. We want to move to someone else from...
1: Seren we, Moss. Uh, Saren uh, Moss. Saren Moss. Moss. Yep. At
2: Featherwing.
1: <laughs> at Featherwing. Fun on so,
2: garages, Feather.
1: <laughs> yep. <yeah>. So <laughs> I'm assuming that this is what probably solidified Feather moving to the garages, right?
0: Feather said, "Oh, I think at the start of fall ball, if Saren Moss falls, she's gone." I mean, I and lo and behold, the last fall, after already talking about how much she enjoyed the garages in the world tour. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is inner podcast gossip at this point. Yeah.
1: So what's the what's the gossip on Saren Moss? What's the juicy lore? So at least the,
0: the meta lore is that Saren Moss is at least was neither either both not good enough and not bad enough to ever see active play. So they were a perfect uh, safe headcanon player. You could just have your in your own space and would never see play, never get legally lured. and then that. Did Not happen from what I remember from the garage's thread is nothing. I my, my mind has gone blank. <laughs> I didn't even look so
1: well. We're gonna find out since um Saren Moss is was probably re rolled for this era, so we're gonna find out how Saren Moss finally plays. Yep, good luck! All God. right,
0: can't wait for Saren Moss to become the next Jessica telephone.
1: All right, beans, can't the do place. It again is a lawyer. That's it. That's all I with remember. With a cat. Yep. With a, with cat. a cat. Beans Place is actually very interesting, but um, I I, I have not read much of Beans Place's lore. Um, if you want to, you can also go look up the wiki, but if you want any more juicy details that are not in the wiki, I can probably do another uh, time on that, but for now, Beans Place. I
0: think Beans is the cat and McPlace is the lawyer.
1: Really? Oh my god. I
0: believe so. That makes sense, I suppose.
1: Yep, so, Hendrix Richardson. Big
2: old dragon grandpa.
1: Who is a Marxist, who got bit by, um...
2: A rabid trust fund kid.
1: Who may or not be, um, what's his Richie. name? Tillman Henderson. Tillman Henderson, oh. yep.
2: <laughs> He's depicted yeah. to look like Richie Rich, I
1: feel like. God, I...
2: Not Tillman. God, I... <laughs> not Tillman.
1: I, I, my mind blank. <laughs> my mind blanked there for a sec. Where, it, where I lived in a world where Tillman Henderson did not exist.
0: <laughs> so true, Bestie. Paradise.
2: I say that, but every time I go to bed, I see.
0: Did you buy the body pillow? You said you see it when you go to bed. Is that because there's a body pillow on your bed? Because one exists.
2: <laughs> you guys didn't see the, the lovely icon verb drew me?
0: Hang on. I blocked out of my memory. <laughs> so, uh, Hendrix Richardson is... One of my favorite player concepts is because there's so much going on there. Uh, you started out as a economics professor, studier of Marxist theory on the Jazz Hands, who was bit by a Ware Trust Fund kid and turns into one under the light of the Golden Moon, and then moved to the Sunbeams, where because of that, curse manifested as adaptation, turning him into a, just a huge honking dragon, which is good for him. Very good
1: yeah he works at he works at the uh Hellmouth community college when was uh, has time off
0: with his t a uh Throckmorton the skateboarder your cousin Throckmorton might actually be yummy Elliot's cousin
1: i did not know that i think he' they're is... both
0: hairless cats in a lot of the yeah. common
2: lore I think your cousin Throckmorton is throckmorton Martin is cosmically your cousin. But when he was but when the the duo were on the tacos specifically, it it, it was
0: Yummy Yum, Elliot's cousin.
1: What was what was Hendrix's time like on the tacos?
0: Uh he only played for I think a season after swapping for Sun Jensen before getting voicemailed down of the shadows and never coming out again.
1: Okay. I wanna say for the record, I am a very known liar. I lie on impulse, <laughs> I lie for fun. Okay. Because it is fun. So about a year ago, I lied that I, it was me, or more specifically, it was my friend who swapped some Jensen for Hendrix switches, and I lied. I don't know who fucking swapped them.
2: <laughs> you lied to us? <laughs> the, How dare you? The truth come out.
1: this
0: from the, the podcast.
1: Actually, the first time I lied was during the, during, what was that? That icy, the, the, uh, the podco truck stream oh gosh and i was, was with Baku, and i said i was the one that swapped them and they said really and i said no <laughs>
0: was i that's just lies upon place. lies upon lies is hazel even your real name
1: <laughs> it actually isn't it's hazelnut <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to be fair i thought no one would actually believe me i mean i i said it pretty nonchalantly oh yeah it was me I mean, I'm pretty sure no one believed me except for, like, one person, but it's fine. <laughs> I love trolling people. Anyway,
0: um, Hendrix same Richardson things. spelled to the
1: garages, and I don't actually know what they've been doing with Hendrix.
0: That's going to be a common theme here with the main chord lore threads no longer <laughs> existing. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's still going to be
1: the same thing. You know. He is a dragon yeah. after all. It's it's That's kind of hard. Not It's kind of hard to mess up.
0: Yeah,
2: and they're <laughs> not... Like Kind of like the talkers, they don't change stuff a whole bunch when they get a new guy, necessarily.
0: Yeah. I had a headcanon that uh, Hendrix trust fund kid curse was cured when the coin was destroyed and money ceased to exist.
1: So he just reverted back to a guy?
0: Uh, he's still a dragon. He's just not a weird <laughs> trust fund kid anymore. I don't know if that's going to carry over to the garages. That was just a personal headcanon I had and only talked about in a single fic once. Mm.
1: Oh, plug it.
0: Uh, I was- part of my whole big season 24 thing I'll put it in the shadow zone.
1: I think one of the the best um drops I could think of um in Fallball 9 was like Yusuf Fenestrate from the lift to the Crabs because one I I like I trust Gob and I like the designs they've been doing so far and Yusuf Fenestrate is one of those characters that I like watching from a distance. So Yes, I love that. I've
2: been, I was around, well, Gob's been working on Yusuf, and from the sound of things, it's going to be real good. Love to see a Gob design.
1: Love to see a Gob has design. some
0: very good designs.
1: Speaking of crabs, while we're at it, let's just get out of the way. Parker McMillan. Fucking
0: Parker. Oh, P- Parker McMillan.
1: Okay, Parting I did to... not think he would drop, but here
0: we are. In the last fall of all places, the Sim is sentient. And to the crabs. It's the literally
1: it's, The Sim is alive and the Sim, can hear us. The yeah.
0: Sim is just loading a gun, pointing it directly at Baltimore.
1: Gop was so fucking mad when he dropped. I was too
0: <laughs> very reasonably mad. I missed this fall. I was out on a hike at the time, so I didn't see live reactions and stuff.
1: That's probably for a good thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's the best.
1: Here's the thing. I don't know shit about Parker McMillan's door. I've only seen like art that, you know, sometimes is a blaze ball. Head in a- he has, he has a- he has a baseball head, and sometimes he's a twink. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that,
2: um, that Tumblr character syndrome, where they make him white <laughs> and thin, and- Skinny. He's missed the blonde this time, but, yeah, skinny, able-bodied.
1: How bad he be. You
2: know, maybe. the gimoo, whatever,
0: however you say that word. He's also on fire.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah.
0: that. The whole firewalker thing. Yeah. Kind of significant.
1: <laughs> I have to... I guess okay. we'll see what they do so with that. So, here's the thing. When when Ball was happening, right? Sometimes when you look at the player's name, you'd imagine what they'd look like. For Parker McMillan, nothing. Nothing comes in my mind. It's just the the words in the screen and, and nothing else. Like I cannot imagine I this player. the
2: icon of the Blaseball Twitter.
1: Yeah. The most that ever, I've ever imagined for Parker is that Parker is just, A baseball ball. And and that's it. (laughs) baseball
2: that accidentally became sentient. And everyone hates
0: him. I've I've always been a fan of the baseball-headed interpretation. At least for the commissioner, Parker. Oh, yeah. I think that's fun. Yeah. So,
1: when Parker landed on the crabs, it's (sighs) like... LeSai... Cause if you've been, um, you know, hearing the past few episodes, Gob like really likes to make an effort on, you know, diversifying a lot of the pool. And then where Parker comes, you know, just the most blandest ass uh, character design you yeah. can think of falls to the crabs, and, yeah, and- you know, and it, I'm just worried that Parker will just take away the spotlight from all the other crabs, which like you know, Gob worked hard on making lore for them and the designs. Yeah, that like,
0: is kind of an unfortunate thing with these super popular players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can't really do anything with Parker. It's
2: like if you got, I don't know, Jessica Telephone. Like, sure, you can try and do some. Well,
1: new I work. wouldn't say Jessica Telephone. It's more like, because Parker McMillan. Is more of a plot device, and I think of a player that you can yeah. lure. You know, yeah. What can you do with that guy? The you make be- him sad. <laughs> the the best or make him angry. The best Parker Macmillan crab interpretation I've seen is Parker Macmillan ball, but with crab legs, and that was it.
0: <laughs> that is very good.
1: All right, I think we move on from the Parker talk. Yeah. <laughs> so a little fun fact. So Anastasia is, r- is a robot. But what I do know is that the is a robot part that was submitted by someone's kids. So that was cute. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Wanda Shen. Wanda.
2: I have on good authority from Ashieto that they are leaning towards astronaut Wanda. Ooh. Interesting. I don't think we did as much with astronaut Wanda, but extremely fun flavor of Wanda. I like it a lot and I can't wait to see more.
0: Wanda's got a couple different major interpretations. Yeah. One where she's an astronaut Mm -hmm. who just never comes out of the suit and may or may not actually be inside it. One where she's a Like
1: a night triumphant situation? Kind of. Okay, Kind of,
0: yeah. There's a whole story about her trying to escape Ohio.
1: She finally escaped Ohio. She went to the firefighters which we... Got swapped for McDowell. Yeah, there's some very
0: good wiki crimes about that. There's also
2: Planetoid Wanda, which I'm really into, even if I haven't drawn that as much.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> the think- thing we didn't we didn't do much with Wanda at the time with the tacos, cause just because you know it was her, no. really bad timing. You know, a swap for McDowell, yeah. the subtractor, and nearing then, um, end of the season.
0: Yeah. So and also the end of the world.
1: Yep. So, like in other cases, Wanda, we would have done more lore with Wanda, and I think she would be perfect for tacos, considering you know, um, the 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 lore that was prepared. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a really wrong timing. But I'm glad Wanda gets to shine in the lovers. Like I, I, yeah. I think Wanda deserves to be in the lovers. Like speaking of, we finally get, <laughs> finally, because of the division drop, you know, we got we're in awful good. We get to finally face the other California team. Because we're in chaotic good. Yep. Oh, chaotic good. Yeah. We finally get to face the lovers again, the other California team. Because in discipline our era, they kicked their asses the a lot. Ugh. To
0: Who be didn't? fair, most people kicked our <laughs> ass in the discipline era. Uh, our chaotic good teammate or division mates are the flowers, the moist talkers, the breathments, the millennials, and the lovers.
2: No spies.
0: No spies. The spies are completely opposite. They're an awful evil. We have escaped
2: the spies for now, or for a chunk for of now. time. For now.
0: Spies are very good at defeating us for some reason. Even when we're, non- we're nominally better, we lose the spies. It's inevitable. Yeah, they have intel on us. I blame Val Games. What is it with the spies? They just we can't beat the spies. Kicking us up it's and just, down. It's just it's not done.
1: I got a spies uh, win versus win losses by Taku Season 6, up to season 6 to 24. So we went against the spies. seven two, four five then 13-2, and ha! zero three, two ten Wow, that was... Uh, they kicked their ass there. six three, two four six three four two oh three Got our asses kicked a lot. There. Three six, eight four, and then three six, which is the end thing. Overall, um it it looks like we beat them most of the time, but I think oh, the oh, first number I is think, the
0: spies. Yeah.
1: Oh, then that case we fucking lost so hard. hard. <laughs> fucking fun. <combo. laughs> I, I remember when I
2: was starting out in Blazefall that for a while like people would say we're up against the spies next and kinda of like collectively groan. In Watch Channel, like, oh, it's the spies. We're gonna lose.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the games were super close.
2: Yeah, or technically equals, but like the same sentient and decided that the Houston spies get to fucking pound us into the dirt. I guess there
0: is an, an interesting wrinkle in our relationship with the spies now. With this last fall, oh uh, yeah, I yes. have received Doña Bailey.
1: Yeah, we have. And the spies
0: have been trying to get out of the shadows since season six.
1: Damn, because uh, is Donya Bailey good? Like super good? Is no, that' why they wanted to get but, her out.
0: I don't think so. She, she was fine. She's yeah. I think the solid batter, not spectacular. She was, I think, the second player ever shadowed the same election as Mike Townsend.
1: No way! Whoa! And huh.
0: she just they they liked her a lot, so they wanted to get her out. And Wills, once those became a thing, after the garage to stop eating all the shadows blessings. Because they're huge. They put a lot of wills into trying to get Donya Bailey out. And none of them ever fired. They always whimdied something else. Damn.
1: Oh They put over wow. a
0: million votes into oh. trying to get Donya out of the shadows.
1: Wow, oh, I just looked at her at her wiki. She is hot as fuck. Fuck, wow.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, she's great. I love Hashtag her. Hashtag girl moments.
1: Oh, oh, wow. I, I love the cowboy hat in the mask. Oh, oh, you know, this is my type of character. <laughs> oh, no. Hell yeah. Um, Tucks my hair behind my ear. Call me.
0: <laughs> and then she got stolen by the Sunbeams Phantom Thieves in season 23 and they were upset.
1: Yeah. Um. There was a slight adaptation, I think. I know in the wiki there was a mention of Evelton McPlace the second, who is part of their lore, who also you know fell here. We will transition to that later. Danya Bailey.
0: She was described when the spies came to us for a little bit in the lore thread to us as a cowgirl mixed with Metal Gear Solid.
1: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I love that. I love Metal Gear Solid, even though I've never played or seen any of the game ever.
0: Same. I've kind of been thinking of her as like, now that she's here and out of the shadows, nominally at least, is the the stadium cryptid pretty much? You almost never see her? She's just creeping around in the vents all the time, stealing snacks and such? I'd say Yes, but I think we have a couple of... I
2: really want to look at the team roster right now, but the site isn't <laughs> showing that stuff. And I don't think our team... We've got some pages. weird
0: players, but I, I think it's fun to have the this normal human, more or less, that's just not used to being in the spotlight. So she's just kind of hiding all the time. At least at the start, she probably gets talked out of it eventually. She was on the zombies for a bit with Todd Best and Elvis Figueroa. So there, there's some commonality there.
2: Yeah, I think there's fan art of her with best i think or someone else uh i
1: i do i do know from as a beam's perspective there was some overlap with her time there in the shadows alongside with sun jensen something about that i i saw it in the fic i believe it was also it's also linked in her wiki for that do i have to put that in the shadow Oh god <laughs> just just yeah, go on- let go to the wiki please it's just Check there the wiki
2: page for donya billy it's Bigger than I thought it would be for a player who's been shadowed since season
0: six.
1: Oh, okay, but oh my god, yeah. I, I was so worried because I, Lars Taylor, never fell, and he wanted <laughs> there was there is a cowboy-shaped hole in my heart,
0: <laughs> and, now it's and filled? It,
1: it needs filling. Yeah, I I'm think glad. I think Danya might be one of my would be probably be one of my favorites. Uh, alongside Alan Cranch later on. Wow. Uh, I think Donya... The
2: first and the last fall.
1: Yeah, that's that's Donya Bailey.
2: We could talk about our other fall.
0: I don't...
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Fall Ball 9.
0: Mullen Peterson.
1: My ADHD ass read that as Patterson. Fuck. Okay. Mullen <laughs> <and> Peterson. <laughs> so, Mullen Peterson. The thing about the firefighters I always love looking at their wiki is that there's like art breeder so I can have very good reference, which is, you know... I, I sort of have a reference for a realistic face. So I can pull up, you know, colour references for that. So Mullen Peterson was a firefighter, then the wings and the mills. The combination of firefighter, wings, and mills. Perfect. I love <laughs> those teams. And I'm so glad we have Mullen Peterson. Like the last two falls we have, woman. Uh <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> like to have women.
2: I think some notable things include her head is shaved, which is semi-notable. Yeah, and, that's so uh, fucking cool. Yeah, I I can't wait to draw her. But she's also like like uh, a, a pretty multilingual, but for professions. She's an engineer. <laughs> Jack of all, and a all lot trades? Of other
0: things. Yeah, a bit of that. They do have a saying, uh, Moat Mullen of all trades. She, she was good friends with Felix Garbage, I know that.
1: I, I'm i just reading that part right now. Seriously, how does Evelyn look? Place the second always ends up in the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Because <laughs> they're an attention hog, and they want us to talk about them already. They keep giving us good transitions.
1: Yeah, we we, we have to talk about Evelyn the second next. Um, I, according to wiki, she was part of the Paula Retrieval arc, which uh, she is close friends with Paula Mason of the well known to be a Hades Tigers player. But she was also in other places. Yeah. That
0: Paul Retrieval Arc section on the page is a big Naruto joke.
1: Oh. That explains the headband when I scroll down here in the arc. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, that's basically, almost verbatim, the Sasuke Retrieval Arc. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how much of that is, like, major lore, how much of that is just wiki joke. It's hard to tell sometimes, because some of the wiki pages are not the most updated we're guilty of that as well. Wiki's pages can be... People don't want to do it.
1: The firefighters are known for a lot of fanfics. Um, I'm going to look up Archive of Our Own and see how many Mullen Peterson fics there are.
0: I believe there's five. What? Most of which are- Seriously?
1: The first result is like <laughs> Emilton of a place and Mullen Peterson. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs>
0: Evelton wants to be discussed. You have to yeah. pay attention to Eve. You yeah, okay, w-
1: okay. Evelyn McBlaze the second. W- what can I say? Evelton McBlaze the second is hot and evil, like and
2: transgender
1: and transgender. She's hot, evil, and transgender, which is my, which is what you can describe my type of characters that I like to make OCs out of. I don't know. I think Evelyn McBlaze second is really hot. Um, I, I don't know. When I was about 10, I had an obsession with the fandom of the Opera and being evil, and that <laughs> changed <laughs> me in numerous ways.
0: For a long time, they were known as Evil Twin McBlaze. It's kind of a way to differentiate them from the original Evelton. Uh, yeah. And she went to the lift, I believe, and trans her like the uh, Go now-
1: to Tokyo and transgender. gender. <laughs>
0: Uh, Now, usually known as Eve.
1: Yeah. What's the difference between Evelton and Eve the Second? Oh wait, I just yeah, I'm looking at the wiki. Yeah, (laughs) I I can see the very clear difference (laughs) now. Eve, it has a cape, and I'm gonna look up because there's art that Jace did. Who is? So, I mean, Casey. Fuck, why do keep mixing those two up? Casey of at Voxy Sour who has been making tulops cards of the fall ball players for the Jazz hands, and I'm going to link it. And just and just please suck. look at this very pretty art.
0: Yeah, from what I'm seeing, she's kind of like a cartoonishly, almost, like, Doofenshmirtz-level evil. At least, originally, I don't don't know how much the stuff has changed as time has gone on.
1: I'm trying to do a Doofenshmirtz impression. Ah, Tillman (laughs) Henderson! What an unexpected surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Tillman Henderson!
2: Oh my (laughs) god.
1: I love when players have capes, or, like, make somebody that looks like a cape.
0: That's also very Phantom of the Opera.
1: I'm, we're gonna probably do a retrospective of, you know, of every te- of every player who's like landed on a team. But I think the jazz hands, they got it good. Like they have Jesus Cock, uh, Koch, <laughs> uh uh <laughs> Yeah, and Bonk jokes, Sigmund Castillo, and Kai's walker. <laughs> wow, uh, that yeah. That is Jams such a Jans be winning. Le- be winning. Yeah. Teams like, that are winning. I, okay, prediction. Including. I think the Jans are going to win a championship like early in the new era. You, you, hold yeah. me on to that. Because if I'm wrong, I'm going to. I
0: Inscribing. don't know. I'm probably
1: going to drink spicy milk. Because I'm probably one of the very few tacos that hasn't done it yet. Hi, this is Hazel from a couple hours into the future chiming in again. So, I wanted to fill in more lore, but for Donna Bailey, Malden Patterson, and Eve, Eve, since these three seem to be connected, or have a relationship with, you know, Eve McPlace. So, the reason Donna Bailey got shot in the first place was because of Eve, and Donna hates her because of that. There's a narrative going on with Eve, going place to place, team to team, never feeling like she belonged, but then she stayed in the mills till the end of season 24. So, Mullen Peterson, she's butch, she forms deep relationships with people, she's autistic, and she's an engineering know-how with a level-headed demeanor. She was a firefighter, then she came to the wings with Axel Cardenas, sort of half-impulse. She and Axel and Young were, like, friends, but complicated. There's a design called The Long Road Home by Nell of the Wings, and it's a design about Axel Cardenas and Mullen Peterson. So I will read to you the second page to get y'all interested to download and read it yourself. The Zine says, During the Season 7 elections, Axel Cardenas was traded to the Chicago firefighters as part of the Champs' The Making Blessing. As part of the same blessing, he was traded back. In real-world time, Cardenas' time on the firefighters was was likely less than a second. In universe, however, that story plays out somewhat differently. At some point during the Season 7, Off-season, Cardenas spent an abrupt departure from Chicago, informing no one of his intentions. He did not leave alone. This sign is about a one-sided text conversation that occurred during the 32-hour drive from Chicago, Illinois, and Mexico City, Mexico. Yeah. So, she went to the mills almost immediately before the whole Chorby-Soul situation went down, and she went to trade school in New York City for architecture, and she maintained her long-distance friendship with Axel and Young and eventually became friends with Eve Blaze. Her and Young made a podcast for a while. That was fun. Which you know, good for LA because I guess we now have two podcasters in the team. She was super close with Paula Mason and the feedback kind of fucked her up. And she's good friends with Justice Spoon as well. In the middle she was friends with Felix. So maybe she uses some of you know Felix's stuff left over. Uh like I don't know his his lab coat or something. There's this really short, sweet fic by Moon 8 on A3, but Eve and Mullen on the Mills, and it's a great peek into how these are, they are as characters, and I they're written very well. I really recommend you read it. It's it took me about like a, just a few minutes to go through it, so please do. It's a really, really good read, and that's it. Bye.
0: Washer Barajas fell from the magic to the thieves. Another just very good concept for a player. Uh,
2: picture, if a you will. Guy
0: is just picture, if you
2: will. I a, a, a geyser falling from <laughs> something in the sky to the ground.
1: That's just a plot of the movie, nope. <laughs> I haven't seen that
0: yet. Neither have I. <laughs> reference. Eager you'll to- get that reference. <laughs> you'll see oh
1: if you watch the movie. <laughs>
0: Washer is just, yeah, literally a a geyser. Yep. One of, originally originally one of Yellowstone's geysers, not Old Faithful, a different one. They like hugs. Do not hug the geyser, you will die.
2: Peanut Shell Duffy. Normal human man. I was going to say the last of Peanuts,
0: but then I remembered Peanut
2: Bong isn't actually dead. (laughs)
1: Oh my god. Peanut Bong's still in the black hole, so. Peanut Bong is still in the black hole. Peanut Bong
0: is waiting.
2: Peanut Bong is hanging over... Everyone's heads, like the sword of Damocles.
0: <laughs> peanut bong could fall at any moment. We must be ready. And if
2: I'm if I'm right about what the black hole is gonna do going forward, that sword could fall and kill you at any moment. In real life. Yeah. The peanut bong falls on your head in real life and you die in real life. ASMR <laughs> Eugenia Garbage. I don't remember if she's related to Artie or Felix.
0: I think they're... I, I can't remember whether they were speculated to be cousins or actually cousins. Yeah. Uh, I know Eugenia is typically not portrayed as human. Okay. Like a, I think
1: they are cousins. Gar- like a, I think a
0: garbage elemental is kind of made of goo.
1: Eugenia is human shape, is all I could say. <laughs> Most of the time. They're, they're having fun with her in Moab. I think it's
2: noteworthy that we had some prehistory guys fall.
0: Yeah. Uh, even if they had already kind of... I think three in Darkness last fall?
2: Darkness and Espinosa. And Parker. Derogatory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Espinosa is kind of... It's fascinating. They were a fire protector originally on the Canada Artists when they protected all their teammates from incineration, but not themselves, and mm. died. Came back to the Rising Stars, held to the mills, got redacted, and then attracted to of all teams, the firefighters.
2: Thinking about it, I hope you y'all in there for it. a few
0: weeks. Then the universe ended. And now they're on the stakes. I don't know any lore about them, but their history is interesting. I'm I so, so sorry, stakes. Yeah, I hope y'all have fun. Godspeed.
1: So. Tiana Takashi, I, this is a player I love. I have not looked at any lore for them in the wiki because I do not trust the pies one bit. But I'm finally fucking glad that the stars have a line that they fell on the Japanese team. Because thank God <laughs> the lift The lift needs-
0: finally have a Japanese name. Yeah, thank the, God they've been wanting this for this so too, long.
1: I and, and you know, I can't wait to just see what kind of lore the lift makes for Tiana Takashi.
2: Yeah.
1: It's going to be great. They probably already did, but, like, I haven't been tuning in because I have been busy with, um, I will tell you later in the, at the end of this episode.
2: Yes, you'll hear about it in the plug zone.
1: All right. Norman Muggins. This is actually somewhat, this is actually the lore I know about most. Frog, you've also known about Norman Muggins too, right? Doesn't ring a bell. Hashtag Mug Life.
2: Oh, that's... No, I do now.
1: <laughs> so, Norman Muggins, um, the Georgia's have been developing, and it, this is mostly uh, because, uh, thanks to Jasmine's push, that Norman Muggins is an influencer.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but I just chef-kissed <laughs> <laughs> the flavor. Jasmine asked posted some some tentative fan art and asked how to make him look worse and i i think that communicates <laughs> like horrible little man Excellent.
1: to best explain this player i'm going to read this thing that jasmine has written in the bubble
0: oh no i yes. am scared
1: and this is i believe muggins youtube intro oh no oh what is up my normies, it's your boy, Norman Muggins, back with the hashtag MugLife. Happy to announce we are back in business, baby. That's right, we're saying bye to Ohio, because from now on we're going to be hanging ten with the hashtag Breach Buddies of the Atlantis Georgians. Did anyone say ahoy out there? Today we're teaming up with our new sponsor, Ooze, to chug all the sludge they have to offer right from my limited edition hashtag MugLife Mug. Life mug. Remember to click the link in the description if you want to get your own before they are G-O-N-E gone. Remember to smash that like button. Subscribe for more hashtag mug life content. Hit the bell so you don't miss out. And without further ado, let's chug that sludge. Hashtag Atlantis Georgia's Hashtag mug life. Hashtag Norman Hashtag ouge. Hashtag sponsored.
2: There are tears in my eyes right now. Fucking. I think I blacked out there for a (laughs) minute. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful.
0: If memory serves, we had kind of a lot of. Unlord players fall this last week. I know there's not a lot of n- names that I recognize. Uh, ten completely new players. Less than half, but I think it's above average. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. I love Scratched at I don't have much to say about them, but they're a possum, and that's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, Hazel, you mentioned you wanted to talk about the last Beams drop. George Owens on the Beams, oh, yeah. Har- the last drop.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking up, uh, Lorcan Smat's lore because I I know that Lorcan Smat is a crab. Uh, yeah, well, like I'm gonna skip it because I don't actually know much about Lorcan Smat. But I know Lorcan Smat's lore is pretty good. All right, <clears throat> so Rha Owens of the Beams. This is an Unlord Shadow player, and so the Solarium held a lore jam. For Jorge, it's um still ongoing. The first
0: Unlord Shadows the Beams have got, right? The only one?
1: Yeah, the only one. Because it, it this is Archives Unlimited, and we don't actually archive anything. It, it's just name It's Unlimited, it's hard to find. I'm reading this from the lore document, which you can e- pretty easily find in the Solarium. But over time, it might get lost, uh, depending on where you are, or if you're not in the Solarium at all. So, I will read it out to you. And it's great because, you know, this lore had some time to stew before recording. Jorge Owens is an older, cool, grandpa, grandparent type vibes. So, they're about from their 50s to the 60s in appearance, which, hello, I I love older players. And Jorge Owens is a he-they, butch lesbian, which, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. And Hora Owens is Afro-Mexican, born and raised in the Marchands of John Island, South Car- Carolina. Big extended family throughout Iberia and South and Central America. They got a big interest in many bird species at John Islands growing up and became interested in reptiles during adulthood. And now in Moab is very focused on the local reptiles, insects, and arachnids. So the thing about uh, the uh, Moab Hellmoth Sunbeams is... We're big on, you know, flora and fauna and thinking about that stu- kind of stuff that's within the area. Yeah. So Jorge Owens has a lot of interests and in job over the, re- the years. Naturally, very curious. likes to discover and learn new things and have new experiences. Signed up for baseball in Season 1 as an exciting new hobby. So yeah, uh, Jorge Owens is a Season 1 shadow. Never got out. May have had a midlife crisis and... You know, he likes to share his knowledge and his discoveries with his new teammates. And born with an upper limb difference, um, missing part of one arm, and typically does not use a prosthetic. Notable exception being Baseball, where Jorge has a specialized prosthetics to help him batch her pitch effectively. Has Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, ambulatory wheelchair user which he uses some days, wheelchair designed to be used with only one hand. Has other mobility aids for different days. And this is in the lore jam notes, which is not set for stone. But I really like what's come up from the lore jam, even though I didn't participate in it since it was like one a.m. and I have very bad ideas. So, and I'd rather let other people <laughs> lore jam for instead. And I, I like. I'm the type of person that likes to build off of lore rather than make make the one. I'm well, I'm not a sports person, although I'd like to be. This was talked about. at at some point, somewhere, about, you know, yeah, you know, it's good, you know, to have a player, and, sorry, I have to go on a tangent here, please, because you are hearing these cars, you've been hearing these cars in my recording for, like, the past, since the start of Fall Ball, and it's because I moved... Downstairs, where I'm just like right next to a street man, <laughs> and I have no way to get that out of the recording when I'm speaking. So there's your explanation for that. I cannot get the, the car noise out no matter how much I try. Back to the disability topic. Yeah, a lot. A lot of you know people like to lure players. Just oh yeah, this person has a dis- disability, and not there's not a lot. And like you know, rep is great, but what I really want to talk about because disability does really affect how you play in a game. You know, I, I like to think about like, oh, what kind of you know mobility aid would they use? Because having a disability will affect how you play a game. Like
0: honestly, I'm kind of impressed with all that stuff. That's a, that's a lot of very like thorough and comprehensive lore for. A player that's existed for a little over a week. Yeah,
1: yeah. the beam's like to go off. It's scary sometimes.
0: Yeah, we have one Unlord player and she is mostly s- still Unlord. Yeah. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Catch Scatter Jr., another beams. So the thing about Catch Scatter Jr. is Catch Scatter Jr. is a pirate.
0: Yes. Wait, parrot or pirate?
1: Pirate. Pirate. I think pirate, I love Catch Scatter Junior so much. I'm glad they're back in Fall Ball um, because they didn't. uh, Catch is one of my favorite Sunbeams players. Catch Scatter Junior, what can I say about it? Um, Catch Scatter Junior is close friends with Jaden Wright, who is a beloved pitcher of the Sunbeams, and Catch Scatter Junior is a was a batter for most of the seasons.
2: Yeah, typically a batter. I think I've seen. Um,
1: Kaj goes by Zizam, C, Shore C's pronouns, which I I, I love that. So Kaj speaks English, Reo Ter- Maori, Arabic, and a couple other languages. Anyway, yeah. Do we have anyone else? Dunlap Figueroa.
2: Dunlap Figueroa.
1: Dunlap Figueroa. So Dunlap Figueroa, famous tigers who picked up the fifth base, started roaming, and then ended up to the Dolly. And I predicted this when the Elvis drop episode. I and I said, "Yeah, I want Dunlap to drop." And then, oh, and then yeah. Dunlap's here, so I win. I won so hard. <laughs> the Dalai is a good team for them.
2: There, there are very few players that I can think of that would not be a good, good on the Dalai.
1: They mostly kept, you know, Dunlap's slower of like dinosaur. Fellow, part dinosaur fellow, because I like Pine's interpretation of them. You know, Dunlap Figueroa mm-hmm. is someone who, you know, grew up in the Cordillera uh, regions in the Philippines. Um, And then they died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dunlap Figueroa is Elvis's kid. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Uh, oh, yeah. Elvis's kid, which, you know, Elvis made Dunlap out of bone. And then, you no, know, and then they died pretty young and then ended up in Hades and in order to you know start having in order to you know roam elsewhere out of Hades um you gotta play baseball because that's what the contract allows you to so they did that you know that's how Elvis also got into baseball in order to see his kid which is that's so Uh sad and then was what, what is it? Dunlap Fergroa is someone who we faced off a lot because the t- Tigers had a three-person rotation, just like us, and we would sometimes beat them and we would sometimes not. <laughs> and Dunlap Groa actually beat um Sexton in terms of pitching appearances. Oh boy. I wonder if they'll, they'll become a batter this season instead of a pitcher. Like, okay, hold me on to this. Because I have a feeling that Sun Jensen is going to be a pitcher. Like, I don't know why. It's just a gut feeling. If it happens, I'm, I'll i just say I told you so. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all of them. I think we covered all of them already. Are we
2: released from our prison?
1: I, I believe we're done. I, I, I like... I want to keep the episode short.
2: So i want to rate these falls. Six and a five in that order out of ten. The six is only because the divisions are stupid and I like <laughs> stupid.
0: I'm going to go with seven for nine and I'm going to give ten an eight and a half because so so much happening and that being the last fall was very funny.
1: Fall, ball, nine. I usually rate things out like five out of five. So looking back, I was honestly surprised because I haven't been present much in the taco stands. I was surprised to see that, you know, we both got hot women in the last falls. So I would rate these two both four out of five. Um, I like them. Oh, wait, never mind. Fall ball, 10. Just Parker McMillan, uh, a one. <laughs> <laughs> Points are
2: deducted for Parker.
0: So, any thoughts on the state of our, now that we have our final team? Any thoughts on that? I think we're, there's a good chance we're getting more
2: guys on team. My
1: thoughts on the team is, like, we had a lot of, like, players that only, that are, like, super young, we had a lot of players that were just like, oh, yeah, this player briefly played for, like, season 23, and that was it. Cedric and what was his name? Gen- uh, their name's Jenkins Good. Jenkins Good. It, it's, it's hard for me to figure out moist Talker's players.
0: Yeah. I mean, I may or may not have 80% of a fic about Cedric Spliff and Jenkins Good in the, in the works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of you know while we're already doing our shout outs uh, i made i made a fic on the side for fun to take a break from the longer fic i was making which then turned out to be a lot longer than i thought it would be like this thing i was only planning to just write in like one to three days and then release it ah. and then i thought of a really fucked up ending and I have to play around with some HTML for that in AO3, but like- Oh my. So the title, and I'm 90% sure this is going to be the title unless I change it in the last minute, it's going to be called How to Date a Baseball Player, and the title Ooh. is Intentionally Misleading.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: I'm going to delay the release because it's going to be overshadowed when baseball Returns. I will edit the shout out zone once I publish it.
0: Uh, I'm Dragoni. You can find me at DD Dragoni on Twitter, ao 3 uh, I have nothing to plug right now except for the Baba's You spin off game, Baba Does Taxes, which is wait, very funny.
1: There's a spin off? Yeah. Wait, It is. It's,
0: <laughs> it's mostly a joke, but. <laughs> Baba Files Taxes. Yeah,
1: do your yeah, taxes, I, I gotta kids. look that up.
0: It's on itch. It's on itch.
2: I'm Frog. You can find me at underscore friendly frog on Twitter. I'm playing a lot of Roblox. Unshout out Roblox.
0: <laughs> Fuck Roblox.
1: Are we gonna plug in ICB's live show or not? Oh, yeah, we is should it, do
0: that. Well, if this is gonna be out
1: before that. the I really is will. on
2: there, isn't there? I don't remember yeah, Bluey. who's... Louie will be there. That'll be I believe eight PM
0: Pacific
2: On Monday, January ninth, eight PM PST at Infinite Cities Baseball dot Twitch dot TV Nope fuck twitch.tv <laughs> slash infinite cities Baseball. From january twentieth to January the twenty ninth, or on the twentieth and twenty ninth of January is the yearly Lunar Lunar New Year streams. Specifically, Friday, January twenty first, from twelve a.m. to eight a.m. UTC, and Saturday, January twenty eighth, from eight p.m. starting at eight p.m. to January twenty ninth to four a.m. UTC. There'll be games and prizes and fan works and all all kinds Ooh. of fun stuff. Uh, Crow's working on it. Crow will be hosting a Detlum game again. Yeah, check oh, yeah. it
1: out. All right. Um. Hi, I'm Hazel Cooper, and I have this. I have a Tumblr, which I found out, which um I have been regularly looking at who follows me now because of the stupid bots. The stupid bots Siege are infesting bots. Tumblr right now, so I have to flag and block them. And if you have a, an account, you should also probably do that. Yeah. And this is how I and found the out with that thr- ice water. And this is how I found out that Thurman, I know that's you, Thurman. I know you follow my Tumblr blog. I don't know how you found it.
2: (laughs) I want to say you've linked it somewhere before because I'm pretty sure I...
1: I'm I'm saying this in jest. My Tumblr blog is super easy to find. And since this is the last fall ball, I just want to say thank you everyone for being there with us and yeah. thank thank you Dragonian Frog and everyone who is not in this call but probably listening to this episode for <laughs> for recording the place for recording Fallball with us it's been a lovely nine episodes thank you for yeah.
2: editing all of these monsters absolutely especially on it's such not an easy job such a short turnaround goodbye
1: Goodbye, thank you for being a friend.
2: (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
1: Oh yeah, it's a New New Year's episode.
2: Welcome to
1: 2023, we've been doing this podcast for an entire year now, oh my god. (laughs) Bye everyone.
2: Archives Unlimited.